At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. DNA for August 16th, 2021. I am Aaron Dice for the man of a single black shirt or blackish gray. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to figure out what the morning of August 16th is made of. <laughs> Hi, How everybody. Hey, hey, everyone. Hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. <clears throat> I decided to um, not do anything with my hair today. Check it out. That is awesome. I, I have this is I, a I, I, I call this the sleepy hair poof. <laughs> I did brush my teeth. I put on a little bit of makes up because I wants to. Um, but did nothing with my hair. Usually I at least brush it, but this is I think it's super adorbs. I think it's super cute. Okay. So here here's the thing. I, I wanna know if I'm weird, but like I will say there was somebody I follow on Twitter who was who posted a, a picture of uh, his SO, um, like in the morning before she had done makeup and hair or whatever. And I was like, she looks so cute. Like, I like, am I weird that it's just like, I like done up does nothing for me. <laughs> like, is that, <laughs> that's the stuff. I think that... that's cool. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a weirdo. I don't know. I just, the more natural, you know, the better as far as I'm concerned. Do you think it's like part of it is that you don't have a hair poof with which to play like i have hair i can do stuff with you're like I mean, oh that's interesting you can do I, I think that about beards like all beard shapes when when mm -hmm. guys will kind of play with the shape of either their beard or they'll they'll shave into it and change it like where it'll mm -hmm. you, you cut into it in different spots and make these different sort of layers of face hair i i think that's cool but i it's also totally cool i don't get to do that so maybe that's part of it who knows Right, but that but that is an example of the opposite, right? That is an example of styling, of doing something cool with something as opposed to not doing anything with your hair, right? So I'm thinking it would be more of like when I let my eyebrows grow, you know, like when when you know I don't see uh, the the hairstylist and she doesn't trim my eyebrows, and then they end up like going up, like you know, like like well, this your kind eyebrows of thing. Are insane. I will never forget the first time <laughs> that you had not trimmed them in a while when we were working at the radio station and you came in one day and I was just like, I was just staring at you because. Hi, well, Danae, hold good on. morning. Let me see if I can pull up a picture of what they look like. Hold on a second. Yeah. So that would be like, that would be a similar thing where, you know, I wake up, they're all over the place. I don't do anything with them. Like, does, do people look at that and go, oh, you know, you're awful. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a weird thing for me. I don't. It doesn't bother me. Well, I'm glad. Um, I, I was all like, you know what? I'm just gonna do this <clears throat> hair poof this morning. I'm not gonna I'm worry gonna about it. I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna be. Okay, yeah. so yeah. Okay, hold on a second. We gotta open Jet, this image here. Jetsmet says Aaron likes someone's tweet on Twitter. I you never. I didn't say I liked the tweet. I just said I saw it. Uh, you know, like there's. You're absolutely right. I don't. I don't genuine generally um do Twitter likes. This is what it looks like, male version, of course. <laughs> but see how they're just 
extended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's and it. I, having played World of Warcraft so much mm-hmm. at that point in, in time. For those on the truly, podcast, that was some sort of elf creature with eyebrows that pointed out from the head. I was, uh, I literally stared at him like, you're like a World of Warcraft person right now. They go mm-hmm. for days. Yeah. For days. Yeah. They're just, I can probably kind of like, make it like, you know, it's been a while since I tried. I could probably make them. Maybe, they, maybe they're not long enough right now. But Hi, chat. Hi, everybody. Thanks for yeah, uh, popping thanks in for this morning. JCD uh, and Eights on YouTube. Wakad, um, Elizabeth. Oh, my God. There's so many people. And Slab and Lucas and Doc. And Slab and Lucas and Doc. I apparently have a lot of things to talk about this morning because... Should I stop singing now? No, 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 no. Singing's great. It's so great. I have, I think I may be unintentionally a person who withholds appreciation. I don't like, it's not it, like, what do you I, mean? I was talking with one of my sons about this just recently. And, um, you know, he, he said something that made me kind of want to dig in a little bit of, you know, he's out of the house now and we were just kind of chatting. We were going somewhere and like, I, I, the question I asked was, was I like an absent father? Was I not there to like hang out with you, talk with you, like those kind of things? Like, this is a deep conversation. Ooh. Like, this is a really deep conversation, Whoa. right? So, um, that's and, a question. And, and, and he didn't say that. I was just pressing in on like a subtleness of something he said. Right. And we kind of got to the point where it was like, because I value independence so much, because I value the idea of non codependency. Like you don't need my validation to be a you know an awesome person that kind of thing. Um, I think I accidentally withhold validation. So when you know people are talking about Twitter likes that kind of thing, like it's just like you know what my role is not to tell the people in my life whether it's casual acquaintances or even my children, um, you know that they need me as some sort of validation in their life. However. I'm, I'm emotionally available. I tell them I love them. You know, I'm, I communicate love through hugs and those kind of things. Um, you know, so it was it was a really interesting conversation. He came down basically to the point of, no, I was available, especially like for conversations, emotionally available. He learned a lot. Um, but that there there was something about uh, the, the way I interact with people that leaves a little bit to be desired on the affirmation part. So like that was, that was really interesting to me because I, I see myself as purpose, purposefully, uh, affirming to people. Like when, when I affirm it is a very like purposeful act where I'm, you know, saying, this is what I, I love about, you know, you as a person, this is, you know, what I appreciate about you. The small talk stuff is just, it's not my game, you know? I, so I don't know. It's, I feel two feelings at the same time, which Daniel yeah. Tiger says is okay. It is Sometimes okay. you feel two feelings at the same time, and that's okay. Just in case you guys don't watch Daniel Tiger, that's <laughs> what you're taught. It's great. Feeling number one, I love this conversation. Mm-hmm. Feeling number two, confusion. Where did you launch off into this? What was the connecting <laughs> I can tell point? You. Oh, okay. No, I can tell you. Uh, he, it was about cars. It was about like we didn't have the oil change conversation about but, but, cars. But, 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 like in our, co- I feel like we went from eyebrows 
to like the depths of parenting. <laughs> oh, like, oh no, like it was the Twitter really thing. Fast. No, no, it was the Twitter thing. Somebody uh, in the comments was was like, you know, Aaron liked a tweet on Twitter, and then like, yeah. Oh, and so. then Ursula was like, I need to affirm everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, okay, I'm like, okay. I need to like every single tweet on Twitter. I need to tell everybody they're amazing oh, all the time. I see. So. Because, well, I mean, I think about the conversations I'm going to have with my child in the future. God willing that we can live together on mm -hmm. this planet that long. Yeah. I do think about that too, because my mother has asked me questions before, like, did I mess up with you? <laughs> <laughs> the answer so is always yes. But listen, here's the thing about parenting. The answer is uh, always yes. We're all going to screw well, that up in one way or another. The, the, hard, the hard part of the shift between being a child and being an adult, like, or at least one of the hard shifts, mm -hmm. this is not the, this is one of the things, specifically when it deals with parenting. And I'm talking about the kinds of relationships that you have where you actually still continue to talk to your parent because not everybody even continues that relationship with her parent. Um, so if you get to that point where you're having the the uh, honest chat about parenting techniques, uh, it, me, when my mom asked me that question, I was in a position at that point in time of maturity where it was like, okay, I have to acknowledge that as a kid, for a very long time, you really truly think that your parent is on the planet to serve you and you only. <laughs> right, yes. And there comes a point when you're yes. like, oh, my parent is a person too and ha mm -hmm. and makes mistakes and like i remember the first time and that has I a job they have to work right. and has other people in their life and has yes. their own hobbies and yes yeah. there is a shift away from oh and maybe they're not doing things intentionally and maybe this and so at that point when my mom we were at subway having uh, she's asked me this question multiple times but this this particular one we were at subway and i was eating my sandwich i just kind of put it down was like, we're about to have a moment now. <laughs> I'm really hungry, but we're just going to put the sandwich down and mm -hmm. we're going to have a conversation. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, like I said, I was like, listen, she was 19 when she had me. She was a kid having a kid. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, you know, sure. You don't know the things that you know now. Uh, yeah. I wish you'd done things differently, but uh, I mean, are you asking me this question because there's something like really messed up with me? Like, like <laughs> did I mess up with you? Did I, what did I do? That's such, a, that's such a center. Like we do that, right? Like when somebody's like, somebody comes to you and says, Hey, I want to know how I could have been better. And what we hear is, Oh, I screwed up. Oh, it's the same <laughs> it's thing. Like... People like, let me pray for you. It's like, I'm fine. You don't need to pray for me. I'm great. <laughs> Why are you assuming yeah. that something's wrong with me? Yeah, it was anyway. no, it was a really good conversation. I think at the end of the day, he saw me as more fully human by the end of it because he did eventually say something like, "Yeah, I, I realized that you know, um, you know, you were working a job and and those kind of things." But but we did we did a lot of cool fun stuff together. I just think you know we each can can kind of focus in on the parts of of things that we want. Now, relationships are complicated, especially parent child relationships. But uh, especially I, a parent with four. And and I yeah and I have yeah there that's that's the other part of the whole equation is like, I like was just you, thinking the other day you like have we energy pie and then mm -hmm. you have so many chunks of it that are like yeah it, there's no way to make it even you know uh huh anyway yeah. I'm sorry yeah I uh, I <laughs> was deep. thinking I was rewatching something from 2004 and I was talking with people about what was going on in my life at that point in 2004 my wife was pregnant with our fourth child and we had three other children under the age of six. Think of that. Whew, no, 
no, no. Think, think of so, so Iris Aaron, is. These are the kinds of conversations what? that led to my decision to have one. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> well, think of it. Iris is f- almost five. Would be five next year, She's right? Four and a half. Yeah. So she'll be four so, and a half in October. So it'd be like next year. Not only do you have Iris, but you have two other children Stop. and you're pregnant. Ow. <laughs> Stop. Literally felt that not okay. I'm just I am saying itching. we were I am occupied. Ow. We had we had nope. lots to do. That's all I'm saying. Guys, we listen, had lots to do. It's been wonderful having Aaron on the show today. Um uh but we know we're gonna end a little early today. I uh something's come up. Uh in particular, the pain I'm experiencing throughout my body. My soul is hurting. No, no, no. Let's let's bring him back. This man has wisdom to share with us about how to uh share yourself way too many people. Aaron, welcome oh, back hi. to the show. Oh, hi, uh, guys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I uh, have to say, I, no, sorry no, no. I, I love, I love uh, working with you. I love but, it when you do that stuff to me and you, you know. It's, it's, well, I think perspective wise, it's, it's empathy, right? It's looking at other people's Ow. lives and going, you know, <laughs> what would it be like to live that life? And in your case, your empathy is like, no, please get it out of my brain Before now. Before I had a child, that would have been like, yeah, that's a lot. Now that I have a child, it's like, <laughs> it's hard. So all things considered, I feel pretty good about our parenting. I really do. You like I, I hang out with my kids. They, they seem to be awesome human I, beings. I and love how you've parented. I've told so you this many, many times. I've had a first row seat to it for a decade now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when I met your kids, your youngest was six. Mm-hmm. And yep. now he's in high school. Yeah, he's a junior. Which is strange because I somehow don't age. Another to you. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's very strange how it's neither really of us age. Uh, no. Hey, you want to shoe a dough? Let's shoe a dough. All right. Uh, we're going to do the morning D and A and U. Uh, <sighs> so the D is the D topic. The A is the A topic. And the U are your topics. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to ask, everything is an option. Um, so if you today, do decide what? to put the you question in now, just make sure you put the you before your question so that we can kind of scroll back up through chat since our chat is getting more and more active, which is great. We really love that. But yeah. it does for us on this end, it kind of times out after a minute. So uh, not a minute. I don't know how long. It just depends on how many chats there are. So if mm-hmm. we don't yeah. see your question or answer your question when we get to the you part of the show, um, you might want to retype it or just save it when we get to the you part of the show. There you go. Okay. D, what's so, your topic? My topic today is a simple one. I actually saw a tweet this morning. You know, I probably should just bring it up, but essentially it was uh, this woman. Here's the question today for you guys is, would you take advice from a stranger and has there been a time when you have? Hmm. So this woman was sitting at a date. She was at a date, uh, on a date rather. And when her date got up to leave the table, a complete stranger who was sitting at an adjacent table slipped her a note on the back of a CVS receipt that said something about there are enough red flags with this one. Get out while you can, girl, like go, you know, that kind of a thing. (laughs) What are you thinking, Aaron? Ain't none of your business. Like I, 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 unless the, the person felt like there was danger involved, which is a possibility, but that's not how I'm reading it. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Like in, so? unless, unless you are keeping somebody from actual physical danger, that's my opinion, mm. because you don't know as a stranger, you don't know what one conversation represents in an entire relationship. Like, how dare you? How 
dare you say there are enough red flags with this one after just eavesdropping on one conversation? That's terrible. Ooh, I, wow. I I find that I find that, that unethical you. and immoral. Yeah, I I don't like that at all. Yeah. Um. I my reaction was uh mixed. I had a sprinkle of that at first, and then I had this thing like sometimes people will say something unexpectedly, and it does give you a moment in time where someone said something. So even if I continue to choose to do my life and live my life beyond that moment, date this mm -hmm. person beyond that moment, it's not that there, that comment would ruin anything for me, but if there were other signs, it's kind of like a little, oh, you know, someone saw this even back in our first conversation. Mm -hmm. There's kind of like a yeah. guidepost. And I've talked about this with friends before, when it comes with boundaries and time and experience will show these things to you when you have relationships that you realize are unhealthy the next time you have a relationship there are really obvious signs in the new relationship based on what you've experienced in the previous one and they kind of become guide rails for us as time goes on it's not necessarily like you're going over a cliff it's oh this kind of behavior is something that happened with this person and if you continue to date people that are uh, similarly patterned, it becomes even more and more obvious to the point where at least I can now only talk for myself. Um, the people that I used to date, there was, there came a point when there was one person who was interested in dating me and I was like, I'm just not interested in dating you. And he's like, why? And I said, I've met you before. I've met several versions of you before, and I'm just not interested. And it was unfair in a way to him. And that was kind of his point, which First of all, if someone says no, they don't want to date you. Don't fight to date them because it's not going to go weird, anywhere. Yeah, it was such a that one is pushed sign. into that is pushed another into us sign. by culture. Another yes, it's like no, you don't mean no. The pursuit, right? The pursuit. No doesn't mean no. It means try harder. Try harder. Yeah. Um, so, and that was a really it was a really interesting thing. But just as an example, when I said that out loud to him, it was so interesting because it was like I was seeing echoes of previous people, and maybe that's my own junk. And likely it is my own junk, but there were just these behavior patterns. I'm like, I just don't, I don't want to deal with this kind of behavior. Like the dismissiveness. I don't like being dismissed from my thoughts. Like, no. So I don't need to spend time with you. I don't have to go into this relationship to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I say all that to say, I, I, those are kind of like, like I said, uh, guardrails. They're just these little moments where when you're sliding down some sort of really intense mountain of unexpectedness that you have these moments you can reach out and hold on to and say this person said this to me i can call them and ask them their opinion because they gave me their true opinion all the way back and they've been with me even though i decided to date this person i'm thinking in the realm of dating because of the tweet but right, this is yes. kind of like an, an observation for all strangers it is an interesting thing to have someone come up to you without being asked and sort of interject their opinion into their life but the tweet really got me thinking this morning. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting. My my general response is to that is you don't know me, you know, like like it's it's one of those things. I know you know where some of it might come from. Some of it might come from growing up in the uh, you know in a religious community where it was okay to tell someone what God told them about you. You know what I mean? Like where yeah. it was a very common experience to have somebody go. I was praying and God told me you needed to do this. Oh, I, and, I, that's a trigger. That's a trigger for me. <laughs> right. And it's like, you don't know, like, you don't know me. And, and if, if God is real, I think he can communicate directly to me. Like there's, you know, there's, uh, there's no reason 
uh, that that you would have to be the conduit. Now, you know, can people be a conduit? Uh, you know, well, I'll let you and your faith figure out how you feel about that. But it just, it always felt icky to me when somebody was like, oh, here's here's my message from the Lord about how you need to live your life. Brave. <laughs> very brave. So, <sighs> so very, yeah. Very brave. Anyhow, so maybe it's touching on a little bit of that where it's like, you know, what what special revelation do you have that you know you can look into this part of my life and offer some sort of suggestion before so. we go to your guys's comments i do want to say i it, when i read this tweet my assumption was that this person that was listening in on their conversations at this booth at this restaurant mm -hmm. or wherever like yeah. the theater of mind i don't know where they were maybe he was hearing this person say things like like yeah i've got six credit cards and i have three cars and two houses and it's like even even so I mean, even if they are genuine red flags, I mean, you think keep it to yourself. I think keep it to yourself. Interesting. Like, yeah. There's okay. what? I, I don't know. know. I I think because I don't think that when someone gives you advice that you're obligated to take it. No, of course not. That I don't mind hearing advice, and I also don't. For me personally, I also maybe it's because I'm just used to getting advice from people. People give me advice all the time. This is something that happens to me all the time. People constantly telling me things that they think I should do without me asking them for their opinions. And I just put it through the filter of they're trying to care for me. They're trying to do something kind for me. And that's just how I'm going to take it. So, so anyway. the uh, phil philosophical um, thing I'm thinking of that I just looked up because I couldn't remember what it was called. And this isn't wh what I remember it being called, but it is this uh, deontology. Deontology is the idea of choosing a moral decision based on what if everybody chose to make that same decision? So what if everybody decided it was their place to overhear and uh, interact in strangers' lives? It would be a non-stop all of us telling each other how to live, right? All of us telling each other what we saw from the outside. And that's just not a healthy place. Like, mm. you know, there's, know, there's, yeah. there is an earned place of instruction and counsel and it is not a stranger hmm. so yeah that's, no, I think, I that's think, my feeling i think and there's a difference too between concern for safety right like if there was a concern for safety that this Correct. person yes. was saying things that were like triggers for body harm or right you know things like yes. that i think that's a little different than oh they have a journey of self-discovery that you shouldn't be talked to like that like you mm -hmm. don't deserve to be talked to like that but there could be signs of Abuse and that I, I was reading through some of the tweet the the tweet replies and there were questions about things like that. The person responded that uh, that they were valid red flags and that the red flags were as red as her nail polish. Like, and I don't think that 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 the stranger was wrong. But it's still, I don't know, it just got me thinking about this. Let's go to the chat. I want to read some of people's yes, opinions. Please, please. Um, did you like the tweet, Danae? Jets, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> How dare you, Danae? You have to validate things you like. Uh, JCD uh, says, not going to lie, that would be something I would definitely consider when taking advice from a stranger most of the time, unless it's solicited. No. Yeah. I think like in a date situation, you're, you're trying to kind of read out this person that you're with for the first time and outside perspective is an interesting thing. I don't know. But Jets completely agrees with you, Aaron. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it Don't Connect says, I'm a feminist, but I'll take advice from a woman. I don't know much more readily than I'll take advice from a man. That was another thought that I had, like mm -hmm. to be sitting there on a date and have another guy interject that that wouldn't be a good relationship. I wonder what I would think in that moment. Like, how do you know sure. best? Sure. Yep. Let's see. Did you see some, Aaron? Um, 
No, I mean, Real Monkey said uh, the way myself and my wife bicker at each other just in a joking way could sound horrible in a small time of listening in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Of course, in this particular situation, I think it was a, a new date. But how did, would the stranger know that? Unless they were like, really, and pause for a sec. This means that the stranger was just super eavesdropping the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah, anyway. yeah I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. What is an example of this that I would support? Like what is and you know, stepping in to keep somebody from physical harm, mm -hmm. I think is valuable. Yes. So why isn't it valuable to step in to keep somebody from emotional harm, right? That's still harm. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying philosophical to think uh, philosophically to think my way through it. And I think I just value information like having the facts before you act on something so much that it just it makes those situations very difficult because I could hear, you know, um, a couple on a first date and think, oh, that guy is full of himself and I need to, you know, warn this girl or, you know, vice versa. This girl is full of herself and I need to warn this guy that, you know, this is a bad situation and I'm, you know, catching red flags. Mm -hmm. um, how does that hit you when I reverse the genders? Does that do something a little different to you when it's like I'm telling a, a dude to stay away from this girl? Like, you know, like there's, I, there's just, there's something about it. That's just so you, presumptive. You hate making assumptions about things. Yes. Like you do uh, like assumptions facts. are very dangerous. Yes. And when you're meeting someone for the first time, there is so much assumption. Like you, mm -hmm. you, you don't have time. You don't have history. You don't have anything to cut. You're literally building from nothing. And so mm -hmm. I think, I think for you, I would see that it would be a struggle unless it was a very clear situation and you know like, what i would do you look over but see here's the thing here's what? what i would do i would i would say it in front of both of them like if i felt something was a dangerous situation or was yeah. bad in a in a real way yeah. i would say you need to cut that out like this is yeah, this is not kids. okay <laughs> <laughs> get off my lawn children um if like, i really it, felt it, like it, i had to okay. step into a situation it would be publicly it wouldn't it wouldn't be so, on, a, on a note here's aaron sitting at a restaurant he looks over that the person that he's sitting beside has is on a date. He looks down, and that person has a bag. He look he and, and the bag is open, so he, he can see inside of it. There's no nefarious activity. It's public, and there's a gun in there with a very large note on it that says, "This is stolen." Mm -hmm. <laughs> he would think that could be a movie prop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's so many there's so many ways to. <laughs> To say, yes, this could be a sign that someone's doing something nefarious, but then also there are so many potential explanations for it. And to get involved means that you're invested and to be invested in strangers is a very, very interesting. It's a very interesting thing to, yeah, I, to just kind of lead into. Yeah, I don't think my opinion's <sighs> changed. I think I think that's that's a terrible thing to do. And I think maybe some of it. Here's another angle on it. I think some of it may come from the idea that all relationships are imperfect. Like if we're talking about relationships and red flags, we've all got red flags. All what? of no, us. What? No, all of us have red flags. Of, like <laughs> uh, Nick says, honestly, I take advice from these two YouTube personalities that I watch every Monday and Friday around 10 to 11. They both give good advice and sometimes have deep convos. Sometimes we laugh about sins. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. That's true. Well, and obviously there there are different uh, situations. Like somebody in the chat mentioned that uh, you know isn't a, a counselor a stranger? Mm -hmm. Yes, but it's it's a a Paid service uh, potentially. It's a contracted relationship, right? It's like this is our relationship. You are trained to help me work through this. So let's talk, you know, about 
about these issues kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I think part of it is the idea that all relationships have red flags and some of the best relationships are the ones that figure out how to grow and mature away from their red flags. And so there may be that like pro longevity thing that is affecting my opinion on this uh, specific example as well, which is like how many amazing relationships started terribly, a lot of them. Like, you know, they're like, again, not dangerously, just terribly. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I think maybe we have too high expectations a lot of times of each other. You know, we're all just messed up humans trying to do our best, uh, hopefully. So, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jose says, I like hearing people's opinions and because they're a stranger, there's no pressure to take it or not. And then adds, also, since I'm a dude, I probably don't receive as much unsolicited advice as female, which could be a reason why I'm more open to it. Uh, yeah, there is something to, I, I really struggled for a long time going, you know, like, oh yeah, I get unsolicited advice because I'm a female. But as time has gone on, I do realize that it is a very different, as, as I compare my story to others, uh, mm -hmm. both male and female, it does seem to be, you know, that people uh, give me advice about things, which again, I run through that filter of, I think they're just trying to care for me. And I genuinely appreciate when people try to care for me. Sometimes advice is really uncomfortable. Coming from a religious background, where people would pray for you when there was something wrong with you. It, 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 you, if you don't run it through a filter of they're trying to care for me, you just don't right. want to be around anybody <laughs> because yeah. it's kind of part of the culture or at least the a church that I grew up in. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's kind of like part of how you look at those things, but it is interesting to think about. Like, I don't know that I would give unsolicited advice. I feel like if I was watching if I was watching a couple have a date and I overheard some stuff that unnerved me so deeply that I felt that if I didn't say something, I would regret it. Um, I would really just sit there for a while and think about what do I want to say? Why do I want to say it? And is this based on my own pain? Because the things that are going to bother me about a conversation between two people would be potentially very different than the person sitting beside me based on my own pain and my own experience. And so when you, give someone advice, sometimes it's sort of out of your own ego of mm -hmm. what you think is most important. When yep. maybe for them, connecting with another human being is is a really important thing for them and they are the kind of person that isn't gonna be dissuaded by, you know, whatever this guy thought was a, was a red flag. So um, yeah. anyway, yep. uh, let's see. Slab says, intent. Is the person giving the advice being nosy and wanting to involve themselves in the drama or truly concerned for the person? That's an end, you know, it's two strangers back to back that are talking to this woman. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? It, and it can be both. But it's, you know, that's kind of what I was saying both. too. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Real says, what is the guy that wrote the note? What, oh, what if he was loony? So all she has is this note. One of the tweets was like, you have to trust this man's advice because he wrote it on the back of a CVS pharmacy receipt and he gave up his coupons <laughs> for you. <laughs> but that was really funny. It does. When, I mean, with it being, with it being, I mean, let's not spend the next 40 minutes talking about gender politics, but with it, with it okay. being, with it being a man, there is that like, where is the needle on mansplaining? Like, you know, where is that thing? Like you're talking about being a woman and taking advice from a man on all sorts of things. Like there is this this patriarchal tendency to, you know, explain to women the things they need to understand and the things they need to know. And I, that is an element of it. You know, that's certainly something to to ponder. 
from Captain Rebel. I think if you had genuine concern, it's fine, but framing your advice of being non-judgmental and appreciating that you don't know the full story would help. I completely agree with you, uh, especially the, I, like I was just kind of describing the scenario. I would have to sit there for quite a long time and think, what's my motivation? What do I want to do here? And what's the best way to not try to impact their reality while also managing my own desire because it's a selfish desire to interject into someone's life i do want to say real quickly before we go on to your topic aaron there was a moment i just i just thought of this when justin and i took iris i think she was two to a restaurant we were in um we decided to go down to this place called branson they have this uh kind of the shopping like a mile of shopping like right on the water and um so of course it's fun for iris to go down there and look at the water and so we were we stopped at a restaurant and uh we're eating and she's kind of popping up over the back of the booth like children do and sort of peeking over into the other table mm -hmm. and such. And the other couple uh, on the other side were uh, entertained by that and they were being really kind and we were kind of like, okay, you know, come back over to us, Iris. And she's like, mm -hmm. hello, you know, kind of playing. Um, before the end of the meal, they gave, <laughs> they said something to the effect of, so, uh, you know, is this your first child? Mm -hmm. which everyone always asks. Mm -hmm. And we said, yeah, yeah, this is our first. And the guy is smiling and the woman's smiling and they both just kind of like get real serious and their smiles kind of just slowly droop. They look like she's looking at me. He's looking at Justin, my husband, and almost like one spoke, but it was as if they were in unison. <laughs> they yeah. said, stop while you can. <laughs> They're like, don't have any more children. And then they just went back to smiling and it was like, <sighs> and listen, that is one of the things someone mentioned. I think it was a sonic screwdriver said parenting advice happening a lot. When you're a parent, people give you all kinds of advice, whether you want uh, have asked for it or not want or want it or not, which is again, I don't mind, but <laughs> that, one, that one was like, people said that to us all the time. And it did play a factor into our decisions to have one. Like we actually, when we talked about it, we're like, let's look at all of the people in our life who have had multiple children who would all say, it's a wonderful thing. Have more if you want more. But if you choose to stop, it's a great, it's a great option, <laughs> you know, because it's just, it gets to be a lot and you lose part of yourself the more and more you give whether it's to a job or to children or to people or to a project, the more you choose to give of yourself, the less there is for you, the selfish person at the center of your universe. So uh, I was thinking about that because that happened to us multiple times, but that one in particular was one of my favorites because it was just this delightful exchange. And then this like, well, you can, there's no better time than now. Just quit. <laughs> it was amazing. I think it's terrible. I think I, thought it was I think it's, I, I think we well, laugh it's, about it's, it. It's I know it's amazing because you have a great attitude and also because you were already in some way agreeing with them. But imagine somebody. No, at the time we weren't though. That was the interesting well, part. Well, you weren't. You weren't. So, were you set on having more um, at the time? One of us was. I'll let you guess who. <laughs> Anyhow, I just I I don't think the voices you're hearing when you guys made that decision were the voices of strange couples. In I think they were the voices of people close to you. Um, so, okay. I could be absolutely wrong. Okay. Listen, we listen to a lot of voices in our heads. It's a very personal thing for me to share with you right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it was, uh, if, if we would rank those voices, we would rank the opinions of people. And of course, those that are closest to us would be the most weighted and heavy advice that we would take. But it's really interesting. The amount of strangers who would be like, just have one, 
it makes things so much easier. And Justin and I like the easy button. We're the people that like at Target, the easy button. Mm-hmm. We're like, yes, hit it. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. Staples, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, the uh, I think Staples did yeah, the easy no, button. Right. 100%. Yeah. Um, I don't see the difference between that and somebody looking at a young couple and going, why don't you have kids? You should have kids. Oh, like, God. I d- but I don't see the difference. I don't see the difference in that. No, in a there stranger- isn't a difference. Okay. There isn't a difference. I'm not saying that there's a difference. That and me having just given birth and the nurse, so are you going to have a second? I'm like, get out there you go. of my there you- room. Get that's out. what I'm saying. So my I, I'm insides saying, are on the outside. You get out. Get <laughs> as out. a str- so as a stranger, why are you why are you risking a person you don't know? You know, giving them advice that could make them angry or like I just I don't know. I just it doesn't <laughs> seem different to me for a couple to look at you no, and no, go no. stop with one and a and a nurse to look at you and go. So are you gonna have another one? You I know, don't like, think there's a difference. So, but yeah. yeah. Well, this has been a very triggering conversation. Are you okay, Aaron? You okay? Let's let's everybody make sure Aaron's okay. Because look, this poor man. I don't know. Quick, someone someone tell someone tell punny jokes in the chat. Aaron needs to be helped. I love quick. I I love empathy so much, and giving a stranger giving someone advice is the opposite of empathy. It is saying my reality is more important than yours. The person with empathy looks at another individual who is a stranger and says, tell me about your world. I want to learn about who you are, how you're enjoying parenting, those kind of things. The opposite of empathy is looking at a stranger and going, you need to live your life like I live mine. Um, so that's that's just that's where it but comes most from. Most people operate inside of that. Most people don't know. Most people think that operating out of ego is caring for other people. You're right. No, I understand. I understand. Because they've had such a strong personal experience. They genuinely and truly think mm-hmm. that that's a way to care. And and I think that sometimes we have to say to ourselves, even though they're being egotistical and this is about them and not me, they're trying to do something here. Yes. You, if, if you reverse it, see, I, I'm speaking from the, the actor. You're speaking mm-hmm. from the receiver. And I think that's- Well, because we can only control <clears throat> our own selves. In a moment where someone comes saying. up yeah. to you and says, hey, and starts to give opinion, the only thing you can control is how you assimilate what is happening in front of you. You can choose to walk away. You can choose to say, right. shut your mouth. You can choose to listen. And, and you can kind of, that's it. You you can choose to then give them your opinion about how they're giving them your opinion. Anyway, it's all you have control-wise in that moment. Mm-hmm. So that's why I talk about that perspective. Yeah, in, in a lot of disagreements on stuff like this, you will find come down to people putting themselves from different perspectives. And once you realize that, that's mm-hmm. really important. You're absolutely right. If somebody came up to me and gave me unsolicited advice, I wouldn't be angry to them. I wouldn't be mean to them. You I would say thank him. you and go on with my day. And... Thank him with kindness. Hit him with kindness. <laughs> but I'm saying don't be that person. That's what I'm saying. I think in, in most cases, um, yes. you know, if you are a stranger, stay out of it. So. Uh, Aker says typically advice given without, without me asking makes me angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's we've kind of we've kind of like landed there pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, before we go on to Aaron's topic of the day, which we've mm-hmm. spent so much time on mine, I don't know what we want to do if you want to skip it for okay um i just want to draw attention to the wall behind me because iris has begun to add her own art to my wall i see that and i'm just really excited about that she's she's discovered tape Uh uh-huh so we have a nice little gallery so podcast listeners i have a wall that's like got just posters and such on it um and iris isn't she's in control of this this whole gallery area now 
So we'll nice. see how this develops over time. I know I was really excited to point that out today. Okie dokie 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 Very cool. I thought you were going to talk about the mirror that looks like an old television because of the fan reflection. Because people uh, once again in the chat are favorite. distracted by it. It's people's favorite. Uh, all right. We will move on to the A topic. We can do this quickly. I just we had a a couple of really crazy storms recently, and it just got me curious. Like, what's the craziest storm you've ever been in? Now I'm talking literally storms, uh, not metaphorically. Um, but I'm sure we've all been in some crazy metaphorical storms as well. Like there was this one time this stranger told me uh, that God told them that I needed to stay a youth pastor for my entire life. Oh, um, no, 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 that's a different storm. Different <laughs> oh, storm. that's a different storm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what is the craziest storm you've ever been in? I was thinking for myself, we were on the um, Louisiana coast during Hurricane Andrew when it uh, hit ground and we were in a hotel uh, near the coast and that was uh, insane. Um, yeah, my brother actually probably remembers it better than I do, even though he was much younger than I. He has a better memory. Uh, he is in the chat. Uh, also, his name is Andrew. And so there were a uh, lots of, you know, <laughs> newspapers that were like, Andrew hits the Louisiana coast, causes damage. And we're like, Haha, that's about you, little brother. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, oh, you still have those newspapers? My brother in the chat says he still has the newspapers. That's amazing. Um, pretty, pretty cool. I like uh, how Real says we don't have crazy storms in the UK. Maybe a bit of wind. <laughs> well, you can change your diet. That'll help out with that a little bit. Uh, uh, Polly says, Hurricane Laura last year took me uh, took down many trees in my yard, and we were lucky without power for three weeks. Yeah. Uh, Hurricane Irma, that's mine. I was in Florida. Wasn't that right? Was it Irma? Yeah. 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 I was in Florida for Irma, and the place we were staying uh, said that they had backup generators. They did not um, because we <laughs> lost lied. power. And so... Then after we had been without power for, I think it was almost a day or half, it was, we were nearing a full day was when they began to ring to all of the rooms to tell everyone that they were kicking everyone out of the hotel. So Iris was not very old. Was she eight months old? Yeah. Yeah. So I had an infant uh, and we were about to be evacuated from this hotel. And I don't mean like we were we weren't going to be rescued. We would have had to have done what everyone else was doing, which was drive out of Florida, which was going to be very interesting with a newborn. Um, and I was sitting on the edge of the bed when suddenly I heard this <laughs> sound. Mm -hmm. And mind you, it had been very quiet because when there's no electricity, it is gloriously quiet. There's just this interesting silence that happens. You don't realize how much sound electric equipment makes. Mm -hmm. But that was the sound of my dad's nighttime like respirator thing he wears for like the CPAP machine or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Coming back on because the power had gone off in the night. So it was still plugged in. And that's how I knew that we had power for the first time was this oh, horrifying nice. sound that just suddenly appeared out of nowhere in the mm -hmm. darkness of this room. The exorcism. And because it was night when the power went out, all the lights were off. We didn't have any lights on. So we didn't have a light come on to indicate that the power was on. It was this just. It's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, we made it through the Irma, though, thankfully. Jessamine says, when I lived in Bridgeport, Connecticut, we got 35 inches of snow. Three feet of snow. Uh, I know what cabin fever is. Whoa. Didn't go to work for four days, and the city was snowed in for almost a week. Whoa. Snowstorms can be really fun. Um, 
there's, That's there's, crazy. Because usually, not always, but usually snowstorm storms aren't accompanied by like dangerous things like high winds or lightning or those kind of things. So they can be beautiful and then you go, you try to go out your door and it's like your door's blocked. And yeah, uh, growing up in Michigan, we definitely had our share of snowstorms. So JC yeah. says, does being born during the storm of the century in 1993 count? If not, there was a lightning storm a good decade or two back then that had so many flashes it could have been day. Whoa, mm -hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. Let's say that it counts. Wow, yeah, you were I born so. during the storm of the century. Ooh, that's a good start to a story. The uh, the other question I have about this that I'm curious about your opinion on is when like huge thunderstorms, lightning storms come, are you more scared or more in awe? I know it's a bit of both for most people, but which wins out? Like, because for me, and this might surprise people because I am very much a cautionary person, um, the awe wins out. I am not quite scared of thunder mm. and lightning but I am amazed by it. Like if there's a big storm that comes through, I just like, I like to stand out on the porch and just watch it. You know, it's, it's pretty incredible Man, stuff. I'm the same way I think, but when you have a brush with something, it sort of changes it changes, a bit. Yes. Or yeah. when you know someone. So there was, um, when I was just about to have Iris, my doctor and his wife, who was going to be like my, my combo, uh, doctors sort of mm -hmm. during my birthing experience, they called me up and during a regular storm, their house was struck by lightning and it went through their roof, burned a hole through their roof, down, wow. hit the pipe, went through the house, down into the pipe in the bathroom where she had just been washing her face, blew out into their bathroom and knocked her through into the next room. Whew uh into the closet so wow. and she was just like you know how they say when you're when there's a lightning storm you're not supposed to take a bath but you do anyway <laughs> i don't do that anymore <laughs> i i don't so it's changed for me a bit like it's beautiful and it's awe-inspiring and i'm just like at any moment just <laughs> we could just be taken out just so fast mm -hmm. it's really intimidating anyway, yeah yeah um yeah some good stories. Uh, Nick says, water spout on the bay, which is a tornado over the water. We were at an amusement park at Long Beach Island. Wind was so strong, my wife needed help closing her car door, and something smashed our back windshield. Whoa. I had, I've had Yikes. windshields taken out by hailstorms. Um, hailstorms can be crazy. Um, hailstorms hurt. <laughs> oh, yes. I've been dancing in the rain uh, when the hail started. Speaking uh, of, Jose said, I went to school in Houston during Hurricane Harvey. It was right after my first week in college. My roommate and I ran around campus in our swimsuits for a few hours. It was fun. That's what I was on campus uh, during college. <laughs> <laughs> during college, a uh, huge rainstorm came. It was so much fun. Ran out into the rain, and then the hail started. And it was like, <laughs> it's like this is not fun anymore. <laughs> no, and I was like 100 feet from any like covering at the time. I was like, ow, oh, ow, oh, ow, running like through the quad back to the back to the dorms. So oh yeah, everybody thought that was hilarious. Everybody really thought that was I, I don't. I'm not laughing. No. No, not a The most, uh, Real Monkey says, the most interesting was in 2009. We were in Orlando on honeymoon. And between the first and second week, there was an, uh, was the Air France plane crash from Brazil to France. The media reporting uh, it was thunderstorms that caused the crash. Caused the crash. Our first home flew up the coast. 
uh, and our flight home, sorry, wow, I can't read. Our flight home flew up the coast and all along the coast was a constant thunderstorm. The flight was fine, but not really what you want to see, not really being in a storm, but it was about the only thing I could think of. Yeah, storms in airplanes are the freaking worst because yeah, you were stuck scary. in yeah. a tube, flo- like flying through the sky. I can't even imagine. In general, they can stay above them until it's time to until land. It's time. And then, you man, you got to drop through those clouds. And yeah, yeah, I've been yes. there. Polly mentions an ice storm froze everything for days. We had that happen in this area too. Some ice storms will knock out power for quite a while. There mm-hmm. was a there was a really bad one, um, like 15 years ago or so. Now it's been a while, and I had just happened to leave town for like three days, and I missed it. And I came back to town, and my entire hometown was just this. Like something out of a movie. Everything mm-hmm. was covered in ice. Everything. And people were having to live together, going to their neighbors' houses, figuring out where they were gonna stay so they had power. I'd never seen anything like that before. My mom and dad had a stove or a rather a fireplace at the time that had one of those metal inserts. And so they started a fire and they used the metal inserts to heat their food. It's crazy. Crazy, no. crazy, crazy. Very nice. I think we can go to the you questions. Yeah, let's do it. Um, lots of great storm stories. Thank you for those. Uh, what I'll put do you a couple wa- more up as sure, you guys sure. are getting your you questions. That's in. what I was going to say. We can we can uh, list a couple more of the storm stories as you are typing in your you questions. Please put a you at the beginning of the question, and we will answer as many as we can here at the end of the show. Again, can be a topic you want us to talk about. Can be a question you have for us. Um, a U A. Ask us anything. I wonder what questions we're going to get today. Um, Yes, I like socks. uh, Atlanta snowpocalypse was kind of scary. 90 minutes from home on a normal day took me 11 and a half hours to get home on the ice. Wow. That's crazy. I hate ice. I hate it. I hate it. Acres with the first you question. What's the last self-induced injury you had? Um, well, I am of an age, uh, Acres, where this is a daily occurrence <laughs> in my mean? life. I just injure myself all the time. Um, just by this, walking? No, well, uh, playing disc golf this this weekend. Um, I pretty much couldn't walk on a, a Saturday evening. Um, so I played Saturday morning and decided to, for the first time ever, try to learn how to do a running uh, drive. So like the pros, they will run into their throw to give it a little more momentum or whatever. Okay. And, it, and I was really pleased, like it worked really well. I was, the timing seemed really good. I, you know, threw one of my best rounds. And then I got home and my right leg was like, you know how you've been like planting on me all day and twisting on me all day from a running start? <laughs> yeah, let me show you what's I'm up. I'm going I'm gonna shut <laughs> down for twenty four hours while I fix myself. So oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, that does seem to happen. Was while chopping vegetables for food. Mm. I am a very I try to be very careful, but I just flicked the knife and I I nicked myself. So not really that exciting at all. Um, let's see. I cut myself clipping my toenails. So that's a fun one. <laughs> this is a great topic. I love this topic. <laughs> I just It reminds me, I watched a video recently. Have you seen the YouTuber that creates uh, like machines that won't miss? Like he created a machine that will shoot baskets at a moving hoop and can't miss. 
because it uses like you know like calculations and motion tracking and all this stuff so he so he was creating a self-shooting bow and arrow that can't miss the target even if it's moving and uh-huh. it's this incredible machine but the thing is it decides when to release and there's so much tension on the bow that he just has a montage of him hitting himself in the face when the bow goes off because he doesn't know it's coming. And just oh, slamming himself God. in the face over and over and over Why again. Why is that so funny? Why is that <laughs> thing, so funny? The things we do. The things we do. Yeah. Anyhow, no. self-injury. Yes, it, it does happen. Yeah. Um, you questioned from Archimedes Zona says you question if you could learn any language just for the sake of knowing it, what would it be? Mandarin. That's my go-to answer. It is your go-to answer. And every time you say it, I wonder if I should just change mine. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the right answer to me. I just, if there's a language that I'm going to need, it's, you know, it's, it's Mandarin. I mean, I just, then you explain it and I think you're right. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that's probably yeah. the one I should say. You know, oh, I usually just say Spanish mm-hmm. because I think that would be incredibly useful a lot more than Mandarin. But then like Aaron talks about why Mandarin would be more. Just... <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Hey, listen, if you want to know Spanish, no Spanish. But if I could flip a switch and know a language. That's a hard it, one, too. Like, do you just instantly know? That's I feel what like I'm saying. Like, if it's I really the applied hardest myself. Language, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. See, that's the thing is you're right. It's about time. It's about efficiency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, Jetsmets asks, worst movie you've paid to see? That's easy. Ooh, okay, well, what is it? Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. I don't know the answer to mine. I can't remember the last movie I paid for, honestly. I know there were examples when you were on Sif Pop where I was forcing you to watch movies. This is how you you uh, interpret what happened. <laughs> where I was forcing you to watch movies and you were not happy about some of those movies that... <laughs> I chose to, to watch them for the show. I chose to review them with you. Yes. Was it torture for <laughs> yes. me? Yes. Um, there's nothing. There's you, you haven't seen Danae at full anger <laughs> until she is <laughs> having to watch a movie for two hours that she hates. And it's just wasting uh, her it's time. Such a fuck, you know, it's just like, <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. No, no. Sorry, it just podcast came out. listeners. Hey, listen, listen. The anger Danae's came first F-bomb on Shoot the Dough. Everybody drink. Cheers. It finally happened. It wasn't even the full word, but we all know what it was. I think you got there. I think you got to the full word. It's true, though. I get so upset when I'm just ha- I'm stuck in a chair and I could on a normal day just get up and walk out because I don't want to watch this, but I'm reviewing it and mm-hmm. I've said I was going to review it. I listen. And people are interested in my opinion about Boils. this movie. Yeah, yeah. So then here I am. So I say I'm- that I say that to say you've probably put that out of your mind. But yes, there yeah. were several examples of movies you paid to see that... Uh, can you think of one that I didn't like on the show that stands out? Because I don't, do, hmm. I know you don't take it personal, but one no. that like. No, I just don't remember, you know, that was a long time ago. I'd have to, to look through some of, I mean, I have that list. I can, I can look through while you're looking for the next you question and tell you some. Well, I'll answer this one about the F-bomb from JCD who asked, Danae, are you rattled <laughs> about Mama Breezy dropping an F-bomb on Friday? That's so funny. Um, so my mother does not curse. And what I mean by that is that in her normal vocabulary day to day, it's not a go to for her. She says things mm-hmm. like, oh, fudge, or she'll say, golly, or she'll say, that was really upsetting. That's my mother. Um, however, as time has gone on, she has expanded her vocabulary a little bit. And what I love about 
what she's doing now is she has this entire Twitch community that she plays games with and she's like, she's just exploring the freedom of what it means to, to curse without fear. We were raised in an environment where if you curse, it's almost like instant hell. Um, and I guess because I just dropped my first F-bomb on Shoe the Dough, those who know me know that I curse, but I try to keep the Shoe the Dough feed as G-rated as possible. Um, but those who know me know that I do curse. And so it's an interesting topic though. I think like there's just such a, a stigma around cursing. And so when someone who doesn't curse does either for the first time or they start to kind of experiment with cursing, um, I think it's adorable. So am I rattled that my mother cursed? Not at all. Am I proud? I'm so proud. <laughs> I am so proud. It sounds like the best, the, like she was kind of frustrated and experiencing frustration. And the only thing that she could think of to say was the F-bomb. So uh, yes, Acres, it has been clipped. In fact, I don't know if, I think, I think I tried to change my Twitch following. So you guys can actually, if you're a subscriber, you can share links. So if I have a subscriber in my Twitch chat who can share a link, please feel free. I think Jets, right? Uh, the game was Among Us and she was frustrated or something and she let one loose, um, but it was a calculated let loose. It wasn't like a Danae let loose. It was a breezy let loose. So I wouldn't say I'm rattled. I'm I'm excited for her to experiment with vocabulary <laughs> without, with, you know, and in a group of people who don't judge. That's the other part too, is I, it's nice for me to know that my mom is surrounded by people who don't judge. They're just, you know, people. And that makes me really happy. So, so here are some movies, Danae, that you may or not uh, have okay. paid to see in the theater. <clears throat> this is a long time ago too. This is six years ago. Um, Terminator Genesis, uh, Hitman Agent 47, The Transporter anything about Refueled. Pan, uh, let's see, Love the Coopers. So this is what I'm saying. I think I you put all of this out of your of mind. That. No. Now, some someone in the chat mentioned Love Actually, which you know would be a decent answer to this question, but you didn't, didn't pay to pay, see it in I the movie I paid theater. So no, yeah. no, no, no. That one was for work, so I don't have to pay for those. If I, if it's if it's the things that if I didn't pay have to if the uh, the prerequisite for this one is that you paid for right. Um, mm -hmm. I don't remember one that I've paid for. The most recent movie that I've seen that was terrible that I didn't pay for is one that I've both said was terrible and not terrible at the same time. And that was the one we saw in Sin Week. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't actually terrible, terrible. What about Jupiter Ascending? I remember, I, I do remember watching that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I figured. I figured. No. Sorry, guys. I'm just really bad at that remembering things thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I missed some you questions because uh, my chat clipped and so now it's like everywhere, let's see. Uh, Lucas, we'll just go with this one here. What's the one thing that can't that you can't miss in your daily meal? Hmm. Oh, water? I mean, <laughs> water, for sure water. Um, yeah, I have to have a bowl of cereal every day. I just have to. I just, I love cereal so much. Um, it's like, I've gone times without it, um, you know, when I'm trying to be uh, more strict, but what I have done more recently is just to add it to my daily calorie count if I'm if I'm trying to be careful with my calories because I just I love cereal so much. So much. I have to go with a beverage because I don't eat consistent food every day. Um, I have to have tea, mostly unsweet tea with a little bit of sweet. Uh, if I go through a drive-through, light ice. I don't need a lot of ice. 
but I just brew my own tea and I will crave tea. Crave, mm. crave, crave tea. Yep. Um, this one's from Aaron X76 who asks, what's the best live stream feel that you look back on and uh, and laugh? So we have live stream like on Twitch. There was this like, one time Danae dropped Danae an F-bomb on that, Shoe the Dough. Today, uh, listen, I've gone, t- no, 2012. Mm-hmm. So I've, listen, almost, I've gone- Close. You accidentally dropped an f bomb on Christian radio, so that's let's... different. That's that's different. <laughs> this is true for streams, right? Yeah, that's true. Although this, this radio, live, live radio, is definitely like a sure, live, that's stream. A live stream. It's a totally yeah. different. Yeah, I've I definitely dropped the f bomb bomb on Christian radio while the mic was hot. Yeah, thankfully but, the song had already started. I think drowned it out. I don't think anybody really heard it. Oh, if they heard it, they would have called. Yeah, a hundred percent. We would have been getting calls that day. Yeah, and uh, none of the bosses heard it either. So yeah. I'll never forget that day. <laughs> Aaron and I watching our bosses Just walk in. Watching to work. our bosses walk in going, hmm. This is do it. they seem different this is today? It. <laughs> he's he's holding his lunchbox in his right his right hand today. Is that different? Does that indicate is he angry? Is he stomping as he's walking? And then he walks in and he's like, Morning. And we're like, Morning. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy day. Uh, Doc asks, if you could have an animated show, what would the animation look like and what would it be about? We have an answer for this one. Aaron, you want to take it? Sure. Uh, the Fur Fur and Varky Show. The Fur Fur uh, and Varky Show! So <laughs> this, the idea for this uh, stemmed from, um, we were talking about self-appointed nicknames, which are the worst nicknames. <laughs> and because my initials are ARD, somewhere in, you know, when I was very young, I was like, you know what would be a cool nickname? <laughs> <laughs> With my initials being Ard, like Ardvark, people could call me Varky. Varky. And then I said, that's great because my first name is Jennifer mm-hmm. and uh, my middle name is Danae. I've been going by Danae for a long time, though. But when I was a youth, I went by uh, Jenny um, and there were other Jennifers but I was like wanting a nickname. And so I thought, well, since I go by Jenny, I guess I could use the last part of my name and, and say fur. That sounds awful. How about fur fur? <laughs> <laughs> and so we both have these terrible self-appointed nicknames, fur fur and Varky. And that's where mm-hmm. the names came from. So that's where the names came from. And then that developed as kind of the um, the characters became kind of our id you know, kind of that that part of us that, um, you know, is, uh, you know, that we try to keep, you know, tamped down a little bit. And uh, so Furfur became a uh, a very manic uh, cat who was all over the place. And <laughs> that's me. And Varky became a very serious uh, aardvark um, yes. who was uh, trying to um, micromanage, right? Yeah, micromanage Furfur mm-hmm. and instead was learning from Furfur uh, the the joy of getting outside of the box. The idea is that Varky is kind of the mayor of a pet store and his yeah, like world is in those four structure, walls. Order. Structure, order. And Furfur is an alley cat and, uh-huh. you know, knows more of the world and... And sneaks and is, into the pet store and, and cause chaos and like, get people yeah. out. Like, come on, experience the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was so, yeah. a yeah. So the fur fur and Varky show, we we um had someone draw fur fur and Varky. I don't know how easy it would be for you to get to that. Though, I'm good. You can I'm go good. get it. Okay, yeah. okay. You guys want to see a picture? So we actually asked one of our friends in radio, the very talented Corey Mann, to draw up some um, some artwork to kind of represent 
these characters and we explained exactly how we talked to you guys we kind of explained the concept and everything and he drew this up and he, the what he wrote on the bottom and he's like this scares me so here's fur fur and varky um we have thought about having it animated based on some of our conversations too like stuff from our show and just things like that but we think it'd be kind of fun to but animation is expensive y'all yeah it is are it'd you ready much, to see fur, it'd be fur and much Varky? easier if we could find someone to do like a webtoon versus okay yeah 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 they're ready did did you tell them that the artist who drew this for us said that they were scared they scared themselves i did <laughs> yeah so this is the alley cat fur fur and the very stodge uh varky <laughs> I love that aardvark so much. <laughs> I love that picture so much. So yeah, so this is for Fur Fur and Varky. And uh, if any amazing animators want to talk to us about turning this into what, you know, even just one short film, you know, well, we, we would definitely have that conversation. But, we yeah. do. I do know somebody from the world of Wild RP who is uh, a um, cartoon, like uh, she creates like webtoon type stuff. But uh, I don't know how much it would be. But that's uh, one of the things that we would love to do. Slab says, the, I have questions. <laughs> by yeah. the way, uh, the artist is Corey Mann. Mm -hmm. And you should check out his Instagram. He's always drawing really yes. cool stuff. And he's a really good friend. And uh, actually has, a pod has two podcasts on our podcast network uh, as well. So, yeah. Real Monkey asks, what is a luxury you like to spoil yourself with? Mine... It depends on who you ask, but mine would probably be massage therapy. People probably think that's more luxury than it is a necessity. Um, but as a massage therapist myself, I know how valuable it is to just sort of reset muscle tissue. So I, um, I like to go for massage therapy. If I did something that was luxurious for m like my body, I think it would, I would choose float spa, but I haven't actually been to one yet. But that's one that I really want to try as a float spa, if you guys know what those are. What is a luxury you like to spoil? It sounds like something we already do, uh, mm -hmm. and that would be massage. Um, well, so, yeah. Both chose massage. Yeah. That is that is definitely, you know, if, if had the money, I would do that, you know, every week. I'd have a weekly massage. A very important question from Polly who asks, they're out of tater tots, first of all. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> why uh fries or onion rings onion rings ah depends on the fries depends on the onion rings yeah in you have general, to kind of know the, the place in general there's a lot less risk going with fries fries are almost always going to be okay at least sometimes onion rings are terrible sometimes places have terrible onion rings um but when they're good i will take onion rings good onion rings are better than good fries unless it's five guys those fries trump everything there you go there you go um um my 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 chat went to chat catch up with me so i'm going back through what was your favorite childhood cartoon and why wasn't it doug <laughs> <laughs> my brother loved because doug. because doug was after my time uh my favorite childhood cartoon beast wars i loved oh, beast wars so much interesting although i don't know if do you consider animation cart like a cgi kind of style because i would think so I loved that one so much, but it wasn't when I was a kid. I mean, I was technically a kid. Childhood, mm -hmm. though? Yeah. Yeah. I, man, I, I'm not sure. I want to say something like Fraggle trans Rock? Transformers or I love Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Beast Wars was Transformers, but it was like the, yeah. But I'm just, I'm honestly, I don't remember like love, love, loving a childhood cartoon. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. 
Rocco's yeah. Modern Life. Yeah, those are all really good. Uh-huh. We watched Lord of the Rings, says Nick. With the girls this weekend, they loved it. Oh, yay. They've seen Toy Story, Star Wars, Back to the Future, and Indy. What older live-action trilogy should we show them next? They're six and eight. Hmm. Well, you've you've named all the like the the top tops. Um live Probably action trilogy. Land Before Time trilogies. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they made like fifteen of those movies. Die Hard? Uh no, probably not. Um I don't know. That's that's a That's a tricksy one. Maybe the chat yeah. will have some options for you. I mean limiting limit limiting it to trilogy is an interesting thing. Um I know you can't see the chat over on my Twitch, so Jet Smith says Jurassic Park. If you don't is there a tri- is that a trilogy? I mean they're the yes. Matrix says Sonic. I I, I mean again they're six and for eight? six and eight? I don't know. Hunger I don't Games know. says slab. <laughs> slab. Y'all. Yeah. You're spicy in the chat. You're spicy in the chat. Wow. Uh well, I am probably let's see let's see let's see cartoon you did that one you did that one mm-hmm, mm-hmm, are, am mm-hmm. I, are we caught up now i think we may be caught up um we did it. yeah i think we did it thanks guys love hanging out with you um as always the stuff scrolling at the bottom feel free to uh follow on any of the socials uh twitter whatever and if you want to be notified when we go live because we say mondays and some days in some day we will do another someday um mm-hmm. I imagine. Can't guarantee anything. We want but, to. Uh, we want to. It is the desire that we have deep inside. And who knows? Maybe someday we will add another everyday day. Someday. Like Mondays, Wednesdays, and some days. Someday. I'm not saying that's happening right now. Danae just got a real panicked look on her face. But who knows what the future holds for the morning <laughs> DNA? <laughs> <laughs> the point is yo guys if, i it, have a four and a half year old it is yeah, hard to plan yeah. anything <laughs> yes yes uh the Woo. point is if you want to be notified make sure uh that you are subscribed uh today what else what else do people need to know well we do have a patreon for those who want to support the specifically what we do with the dna stuff um aaron and i are involved in a lot of different things uh you can support <clears> us in a lot of different ways i know i've got supporters on twitch i've got new followers on twitch and i really appreciate that but we also produce like podcasting content over uh, at the patreon.com slash studio DNA, where we, uh, those funds go directly into the cost of creating this show and others just like it on our network. Um, and also help to just, you know, uh, show us that you love us over there too, if you like to. Um, but for the most part, yeah, you did everything else. We will see you guys next Monday at 9 a.m. Central. Thank you guys mm-hmm. so much for watching and hanging out with us and being the best chat ever. As always on Twitch, I will send you somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I never know, Aaron. Do you want me to do that now and it's part of the Shoe the Dough podcast? Or do you want me to take a pause and then do it so that you can cut it out at the end? <laughs> I don't cut anything out. I know uh, you don't, but I wonder why. I'm not even going to bleep your little, your little F-dom. You're not so, going to bleep my... No. <laughs> crap it's happening it's happening friends listen i hope you guys are understanding well you've been with me for long enough i think you're going to be forgiving i don't think that anyone's going to be so shocked that they're going to be like mm-hmm. my life yeah. is ruined yeah yeah i mean i've only been hiding it for almost 10 years from you <laughs> it's I don't time know, that, we've talked about it on the show before the it's not me. like you've been hiding no, it you've been you know yes you've been putting a, a gatekeeper on <laughs> i have so, been yeah it's true. Um, 
Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, th- uh, throw. Yeah, send people somewhere. Tell okay. them where to go. Tell tell the the Twitch Twitchers <laughs> where to raid. It's part of what we do now. It's just mm-hmm. part. Of, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave us raidless. I mean, I just did the math, and 75 percent of people who are watching are watching on your Twitch. So I have um, I have 25 viewers right this moment, and my top was 29, mm-hmm. which yep. is amazing. So. Yep. Um, so currently we've got some music happening. Hey, Aaron, mm-hmm. you're really into Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I totally am. That's why you should go follow and subscribe to Aaron Dicer on Twitch. Always streaming cool stuff. Okay, here's what I think I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna sl- send you guys. I've I've raided into Brush for Hire before, and we've we've gone to see Otters before. Let's go listen to some music to kind of get our morning pop. And we're going to go see Selecta 720 today and listen to some music while we get back into our work day or whatever you guys are going to do. So if you've got if you've got uh, housework, this will give you something to do. Um, but of course, what I would love for you all to do is go follow Moco Made. Um, oh, hey, chat. Will, will someone do exclamation Moco, please, and see if it works? I tried to set up some commands. There you go. Please. There you go. Um, go follow Moco Made because if they were on right now, I would raid my peeps over there for sure for all their love and support. And the Moco community is one of my most delighted c- communities forevers. Um, I've got a nice RP community happening and also just some really great consistent uh, content providers. And they're someone that's available Monday through Friday. They work, they play, they have a good time, and they're just a good community to jump in with. So. We're going to go raid because Moko's not on right now. We're going to go raid for some music. Y'all ready to pop? Mm-hmm. Hop. All right. That's what we'll do. Okay. All right. We'll see you on the next Monday or someday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can also be a member of Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.